It is time to start our adventure. This is Tales of Soarfall. Hi, I'm Paul, this is Tales of Swordfall, and who is with me tonight? I'm Chris, I play Flea the Lizard Folk Fighter. Yeah, Ammon playing Ash, the uh, fighter slash wizard. And this is Phoenix playing uh, my fighter tiefling, uh, Nilkis Avalak. And I'm Amanda, I play Tabby Tipsy Tail, the tabaxi... Rogue Warlock. And this is Guy playing Nork Valtzfer, the halfling monk. I'm Lucy. I play Taz Mockwell, the tiefling bard. And I am Vera Random Butterfly playing the rogue slash sorceress Rayanne. I'm Alex. I play Krakatur, the Air Genasi Barbarian. So, where we left the blue group last night, or last week, last time, whenever the increment of time it was, uh, Krakatur and Flea, you were rescuing women from a house. Dang Skippy. Dang yep. Skippy, and from what I remember, you had, what, a Genasty? And yes. a half-elf? and. Yes. A woman who did a timed fireball, or a delayed fireball, I should say. Also, it's worth noting that the Genasty did recognize Krakatur as a tur. Yes, as a tur. One of the That's holiest of holiest warriors. And, um... Tabby and uh, Taz were take was taking Philolel out... Back to Taz's apartment? Yep. Yep. Anyway. Uh, yeah, we're gonna, like, focus on uh, Flea and Krakatur for a moment, because they're always the good comical relief. And, uh, Not really. You guys are awesome. Uh, Flea, uh, I need to tell you something. It's, uh, rather important. Okay. So the altar we saw in there, the sacrificial offerings, Kazu whispered things to me, fearful things, and not much in this realm or the others scare Kazu. That's not good. No, it is not. He told me uh, the name of the entity that that altar was to was named Karnax, and uh, he seeks the ruin of mortals. I mean, we could we could probably take him down, right? We're pretty strong. We just took down that house. Well, as long as we uh, take out his minions, I'm sure there are more about the land. Yeah, I mean, do we still have the three ladies with us? Like, are we running through the streets right now, Paul? <laughs> <laughs> so... Yes, you still have the three ladies. You haven't gone back to Taz's apartment. You are going through the streets. And um, they seem to be sticking with you. They're not, like, trying to wander off. I mean, you just did rescue them from a uh, 
horrible place. So you have that. Um, okay. And the one woman who speaks common uh, seems to be listening in to this conversation about Karnax and all that jazz. Okay, I'll say uh, to her, I'll say, do you know anything about why you were there or what happened? Yes, I I know why I was there. He thought my powerful blood would actually satisfy Karnax. She rolls her eyes, and it, it's like it's it's something that's happened to her before. Uh, excuse me if I use the wrong terminology. I'm not from around here. Are you what they call a pact witch? No, I'm not a warlock. Hmm. Flea, any ideas? I think we should probably keep running for tonight. Yeah, I would hate the city guards to actually catch up with us, put us in jail, and ask a bunch of questions. I mean, I would gladly tell them I killed a slaver. We killed a slaver. We did this land justice. They would have to let us go. No, they would probably lock us up for more questioning. Hmm. Well, onward then. Well, if it makes you feel better, I did rip his heart out, so... Yes, way more questioning. By the way, my name is Barb. Bob? Well, I am Krakata, and this is my Master Flea. Wait a minute. That came out yep. wrong. <laughs> That's me. Okay. And uh, she and the three other, uh, two other women, because she's one of the three, uh, keep running with through the streets, uh, you guys go through the market, which is, like, mostly clo closing, so there's not as many people there uh, anymore, and uh, you start going back to Taz's house, or apartment, I should say, in the entertainment district, so uh, depending on the speed they were going at and you're going at, uh, you might catch up with them beforehand. Uh Taz and Tabby, how fast were you trying to go with uh, Falalalal? I think we're probably moving at a very swift rate. Oh. Not swift enough to like announce guard presence, but just steady pace. Yeah, speed walk. Yep, and uh, let me do a check to see if she's catching up with you, because she's been on her feet all day. Yeah, totally. She is keeping up with you with a certain swiftness. Uh, her movements are way more elegant than you've seen anyone else move, ever. There seems to be kind of an air of magic about her as she moves. Um, yeah, so Taz and Taddy, you get back to the house. Um... It doesn't look like anybody has been following you. It doesn't look like the guards have been alerted whatsoever yet. Uh, but you're also far enough from the uh, temple district that uh, even if there were alarm bells, you might be able to hear them from this distance. Maybe not. But Krakatur and Flea, give me perception checks. Oh, boy. Oh. Oh, oh boy. 
would probably help if I actually had the game open, huh? <laughs> a little. How do I always forget to do this? That's a, that's a big eight. Yep, that's that's one big eight. Uh, I will have this for you in one sec-a-rooney. Man, waste our time. I'm so sorry! You should feel bad about yourself. 17. I see things. <laughs> so you don't see anyone following you, which is good, but you do start hearing the alarm bells behind you. Like, you know, people are freaking out because something's on fire or something like that. Uh, either they're going to be bringing uh, the firemen or the gods or both. We should probably keep moving with haste. And uh, Barb, the only one who speaks uh, common. Yes, I agree. And uh, do you have a safe place where you can put us? Uh, Flea, do, did, did Taz say it's okay to bring him to the apartment? I mean, they're taking the other lady there, so we what's a few more? I, we're going to need a lot more groceries this week. Yeah, I don't know. I hope we're alive that long to eat more groceries. Same here. And you guys swiftly start going through the streets. Are you, like, how fast? Are you doing it at, like, the same pace that uh, Taz and Tabby were going at? Like, swiftly enough, but not enough to, like, um, capture attention? Or are you guys just booking it at this point? Um, I don't know. I, I, I would say I'm just booking it. <laughs> yeah, I'd say we're booking it. <laughs> yeah. Subtlety was never Krakatoa's strong suit. No, I'm not very, not very sneaky. Yeah, and once you start running, the other women start running, and um, Barb pretty much catches up with you two as you're running. Are we being followed? Uh, we might be soon. Uh, she looks behind you two, and she looks a little confused and looks back. What? Why are we running like this? Will we get more attention? Uh, well, it seems all the attention is on the fire at this very moment, and the sooner we get back to the apartment, the sooner we can uh, look after your friends, and the sooner we can eat! She kind of nods, and uh, she, like, slows down her pace enough that she's behind the other two women, but it seems like she might be capable enough to handle her own if something starts happening. Ooh. Was she the one who cast the fireball? Yeah, she's the one who cast the delay fireball. Oh, then yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Um, Taz and Tabby, uh, you're at the apartment. Everything is calm, quiet. The tenseness of rescuing this lady has, like, gone away. But now you have this kind of dilemma where uh, you're in this small apartment and you already know you have, like, what, three other guests now? And now you have a fourth? 
Uh, so, what is happening? Well, it's a good thing that it's Flea's birthday tomorrow, right? I mean, he's going to have a party. <laughs> we have one extra person now. <laughs> um, hello. Is, is there anything I can get you? Um, she's already made herself home on the couch in almost a fetal position, and she has her knees up to her chest, and she you know, looks at you a little meekly. Um, water for right now. I don't, I don't, I don't want to be in any trouble. It's no trouble. I'll make some tea. Tabby, would you help me in the kitchen, please? Uh, sure, no problem. Tabby, my house is too small for this. We don't have enough room. We'll have to find somewhere else. Hmm. That puts us in a very interesting situation. I don't know, is there a hotel or something that we could put them in? Uh, you can give me a history check test, as you are someone who lives in the city. Uh, and you can give me it with, uh, advantage... What is next to you, Taz? On the other side of the wall. What is next to you? Ready out of 16. I, uh, what is next to me? I'm gonna whisper something. Okay. I'm thinking we can knock down this wall and we can make the room. I'm pretty sure we can't do that. There's got to be a boarding house or, or something. Let me think. Well, where would she be the safest? I mean, uh, does she need to go to a sanctuary of sorts, maybe? Well, eventually we'll have to find a way to get her home, but... I and it does depend on if the others bring back any more survivors. Oh, I'm sure they won't bring back survivors. Why would they do that? They know this place is small. We really can't put her anywhere Hold else. On. She is a, uh, you know, she she will be, if you put her anywhere else, she will be taken. I think we need to keep her hidden for the time being. Not necessarily. I think, I think I know a place not too far from here that might be able to help. There's, um, oh, uh, the Lilac Road. The Lilac Road, it's a, it's a place to protects women. It's a place to start, at least. If you say that we can trust them, great. I mean, what if they're the... What if they are not who they seem? I mean, as far as I know, they're reputable. We can check them out first, but... Okay, we'll just leave a note for the others. Going to check out. Well, I think we should wait for them. Besides... We should give her a few minutes to recover, at least. Right. And... What? Oh. It's fine. Go ahead. No, no. If you have one more thing to say, go ahead. I think she's okay. I mean, the way she was in and out of the street, like she was dancing, I think she's probably alright. I don't know. She must be traumatized. I'm sure mentally she is, but she has had a lot of time, you know. I'm sure she's actually, and in, in, inside herself, she's probably beaming with joy because she is free. Hmm. I hope so. 
And this is when we zoom out the camera and we go from Tabby's apartment a little bit down the street in front of the Lilac Road, which where uh, Nilkis and uh, Rianne are standing in front of, who just had a little bit of bad experience. And uh, we can still hear the music hopping on the inside. Uh, there's still like a little bit of uh, roughness going on. People are, you know, there might be a little scuffle here and there. And uh, you two are outside alone before everybody else like comes shuffling out. And uh, this is when you are approached by, well, Let's first have your scene with you two just after the uh, incident of uh, last time. Alright. I don't like that guy. I really don't. Nilkis? Uh, Nilkis? Is, is he still out of character is he still with us did you say um you two are out there before anyone else so like they're okay. they're still in there uh they're gonna come out in like a few moments but is ash still in there uh would ash still be in the lilac uh road at the moment you know what he'll just yell after him if he's in there <laughs> That works. Okay. Uh, Ash was uh kind of carrying, dragging Tyrker out. Oh, that's right. Oh yeah. Yeah. After he drugged himself. Yeah, he is a little, little out of it right now. Yep. Rayan kind of mutters to Nilkus, "I don't like that guy." Yeah, I don't like him either. Let's get the party and get out of here. Mm -hmm. I have a feeling he works for a very uh, tangled individual. Uh-huh. Weird choice of wording. Ash, what are you doing? Hurry up! Sorry, I can't help if this guy spends more time unconscious than conscious. Do you need help? I got him. And at this moment, as, you know... Ash is trying to get out the door with Tyrker, who Tyrker is kind of like pulling the other way at the moment. Um, you are approached by a hooded figure. Uh, they have a religious symbol on them, and um, they speak kind of in whispered tones. And like from just how they're dressed, you can't really tell who they are or what they are. You just know it's a figure that's standing there, and they just go almost. Yeah, you know, beforehand you didn't even notice this person here, and they go right up next to her. And do you need help? Can I help you? And she's looking a bit hostile. She's kind of on edge. And this hooded figure um, takes a slight step back, give you a little bit of room. 
I noticed you were distressed. Stay tuned for the next part of this episode. Please consider listening to these podcasts. Welcome to a special episode of Where the Wild Things Roll. My name is John and I will be your host and DM for this 5th edition actual play Dungeons and Dragons podcast set in the world of Ravarna. This podcast might be a tad different from others you've listened to. The two players will be my 12-year-old son Kinnick and my 10-year-old daughter Kaylee as they learn to play D&D through their very first campaign. We will pick up with our adventurers as they finish their time at Paduk's Adventurers Guild as they take their practical exams in Dungeoneering, Magical Beasts, Weapons and Armor, Puzzle Solving, Diplomacy, History of the World, and Magical Cause and Effect before they are set out into the world. Can our two adventurers pass their classes and become full-fledged members of the Adventurers Guild? You'll have to tune in and find out next time on Where the Wild Things Roll. Please remember to like, share, comment, and subscribe.